Welcome back to another episode of The Breathing 411. Let's get straight to this week's four thoughts. The first one is titled The Passion Paradox, and here is the thought. I love breathing and lose sleep thinking about it. Think about that for a minute. That is the paradox, right? That when you become obsessed with some of these things that we use to improve our health, it can often backfire. I don't care because I love it so much. It's fun for me. And I think that's part of the process, losing some sleep to think about fun ideas. But it's still paradoxical nonetheless and makes me wonder sometimes. All right, that's it for the first thought. I'll move on to the second one. Two unconnected but highly related quotes to contemplate. So here are just two quotes that I was I randomly read together and I thought, oh, this would be good to share because they are very, uh, very much useful and complement each other. So here's the first one. To know that the mind is the root of everything is to realize that we are ultimately responsible for both our own happiness and our own suffering. It is in our hands, end quote, and that is Sagyal Rinpoche. And here's the second quote to contemplate. By controlling your breathing, you can use a voluntary mechanical behavior to make a profound change on your state of mind. And that is Emma Sapala, PhD. So... The mind is the root of everything, it lies in our hands, and by controlling our breathing, we can change our state of mind. So we might even say that it is in our breath, not in our hands, both our happiness and our suffering. But I'll let you decide, that is for you to contemplate, and I will move on to thought number three, a gratitude brain change and practice. And here's a quote, every time you take in the good, you build a little bit of neural structure. Doing this a few times a day for months and even years will gradually change your brain and how you feel and act in far-reaching ways. End quote. And that is Rick Hansen, Rick Hansen, PhD from Buddha's Brain. So here is a simple way to actually take that idea of taking in the good, building a little neurostructure, changing your brain. Here's a way you can put that into practice during your day. So take a couple of breaths and think to yourself, this is great. I have an abundance of the most valuable resource known to our species, and I don't even have to work that hard to get it. That is a phenomenal way to frame each breath we take. And even if you just do it once or twice throughout the day, you will be building that neural structure. And a little PS to this one, I use this idea quite a bit. And sometimes it feels just too forced, right? It kind of feels fake, and I don't notice much of anything. But sometimes it profoundly shifts my mindset, making it worth it every single time. So I do it every time I start a breathing practice. I hope you will start doing it too. All right, let's move on to thought number four. Nasal breathing counteracts the effects of gravity. And here's a quote. In this work, we have demonstrated that nasal breathing counteracts the effects of gravity on pulmonary blood flow in the upright position by redistribution of blood to the non-dependent lung regions, end quote. And that is from a paper published in 2010. So I reread this excellent paper recently for uh, the Learning Center and wanted to reshare this remarkable finding that I've shared, I think like two years ago or something. Uh, so here it is. Due to nitric oxide, nasal breathing redistributes blood flow from the bottom of the lungs to the top of the lungs, countering gravity's effects. So this may mean, not it doesn't mean, but it might mean that nasal nitric oxide was an evolutionary adaptation to lessen gravity's effects, which allowed us to walk upright. That is mind-blowing. Uh, yeah, 
yeah, that's just crazy. Um, I could think about that all day. Anyways, I will let you think about it while I move on to uh, the one quote for this week. It's an awesome one. Quote, breathing, it turns out, can be the quickest, most direct path to deep rest. When you can't go to a retreat, you can bring the retreat to you. And all you need is your breath. End quote. And that is Alyssa Apple, PhD from her great book, The Stress Prescription, which I just finished this morning. It is Saturday, June 10th. Uh, so yeah, amazing. Okay, let's move on to the one answer for this week. The category is, again, nasal nitric oxide. And here is the answer. Compared with mouth breathing, research shows that nasal breathing delivers about this much more nitric oxide to the lungs. What is about six times more? That's a lot more. That's why we breathe through our nose and that's what redistributes the blood flow. All right, remember this week, the passion paradox that I love breathing and lose sleep thinking about it. I think that's okay, but that's just me. Anyways, uh, remember those two quotes on the mind is in control of our happiness and our suffering. So it's in our hands, right? And by controlling our breathing, we can control our mind. So just something to think about. Remember that gratitude practice. Take a few breaths and say, wow, this is amazing. I have an abundance of the most valuable resource on the planet, and that might change your brain for the good if you do it over a few days, weeks, months, years, and forever. And then remember that nasal breathing counteracts gravity and just how amazing that is. And oh, remember Alyssa Apple's quote, because uh, so good, right? Bring the retreat to you. When you can't go on a retreat, lie down, sit down, whatever it might be, and just breathe slowly, bring that retreat to you. And finally, because I mentioned this last week, we're gonna end all our 411s like this, take a moment to say, even if I've been distracted, even if I've only retained a fraction of what I just listened to, is there anything that moved me that I would like to keep? Is there anything that I can take with me to use to nourish myself? That's how I'll end it for you. Thank you again for listening, and I will see you next week.